What's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of The Legion of Raw. I'm here with the former WWE head writer and former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Vince Russo. How are you tonight, man? Oh, man. <laughs> Slow build helium, man. Chris, I got to tell you, man. I, 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 these. These marks, I think, have pushed me over the edge. Over the edge, man. Bro, I put out a tweet um, yesterday, probably yesterday morning after Elimination Chamber. I did not watch Elimination Chamber. I don't need to. Bro, all I need to know is what the results are. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't need to sit there for three hours like a mamaluke. <laughs> so I, I knew what the results were. Bro, this is the tweet I put out. Follow me here, Chris. Right? I put out that um, I, uh, I, you know, you, you know, I say this all the time. I don't consider myself a wrestling fan anymore. This is a job, you know, based on my 30 years of experience. I come on here. I give my opinion. Mm -hmm. I am not a fan of wrestling anymore. I only watch what I get paid to watch. All right? Here's what I said, Chris. I said, even though I was not a fan of the Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns angle, because as I've said all along on this show, it was unbelievable to me. Mm -hmm. you, you, put a, you put an athlete that looks like Roman Reigns in a ring against an athlete that looks like Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn is not going to fare too well 99 times out of 100. So I said um, the the entire, you know, the, the angle was unbelievable to me. I said, however, I must say this. For, for the... Sami Zayn took an opportunity, bro, and made the utmost out of it than perhaps anybody I've ever seen. They gave the guy an opportunity, bro, and he blew that opportunity up. Mm -hmm. Kudos to him. Phenomenal job. Bro, do you know how many hate tweets I got back? On that? On that. On, on that. On that. And I'm like, oh, did you got did you not? Do you just see Vince Russo? And then like I just put the dude over like a million bucks. What he did with an opportunity was phenomenal. Yeah. Bro, I got so many hate messages from the freaking marks I, I i've made a decision chris this show is going to become very very valuable to sports kita because wrestling wise bro i'm not putting anything out on 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 twitter anymore mm. I'm, I'm not putting my my feelings what i think what i'm observing i'm not answering people back Basically, I am going to use that platform to promote my shows, promote this show, promote what I do. Outside of promotion, you are going to get zero response from me. 
I am not talking to anybody. I've never seen a group of people, bro, this ignorant and brain dead in my entire life. Bro, this doesn't happen in sports. Like, Mm -hmm. I've I've been a baseball fan my whole life. This doesn't happen. Bro, you know how many friends I have, Chris? You know, you, you too. A, 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 one of the best brand members, Troy, bro. The guy's a Yankee fan. Mm. I'm, I'm a giant. You think I hate the freaking guy? <laughs> I, I, I yeah. never saw anything like the mentality of the wrestling marks that have taken over the business. And, Chris, I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of them. I don't want to be a part of the culture. I don't want to be a part. It's embarrassing, bro. It is embarrassing when I blatantly am putting the man over and you're tweeting me about David Arquette. You're a moron. You should be embarrassed every freaking time you wake up in the morning. You should be embarrassed over what you're going to do the entire day. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's, sad it's, it's a joke with yeah, these people, bro. It's sad. Stuff like that is just, I mean, it's just really sad at the end of the day, Vince. Like, <clears throat> they're still holding on something from, you know, 20, almost 25 years ago. You know what I mean? It's just like, if if there if there's like I said last week, man, just you appease the marks, and then there's something else that they're going to complain about, man. That's that's the reason why you just don't you don't live to appease the marks, man, because they're always going to find something. That, and you know, if if any of them come from, uh, you know, uh, Cornette and and having you know from from that side, they're going to try to find you know something to. Uh, to complain about anyways and so you know again i haven't had anything i don't have any beef i don't even know cornet but there's a lot of people who do come from from that side and uh just wants to just crap on vince russo because they're miserable people i I, I am a 62 year old grandpa yeah like like seriously bro it's 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 unbelievable to me and let me tell you something bro i'm gonna give I'm going to give the WWE all the credit in the world because they've crafted this to manipulate the marks and the marks don't even know they're getting manipulated. That's how, that's how brain dead you marks are. You have no idea how they've done it masterfully. Mm. What, what, What they've done here, bro, because here's exactly what they've done. And, and Chris, we, we call this six months ago. Yeah. Here's what they've done, bro. They get Sammy in this big program with Roman Reigns in his hometown, the whole nine yards. We said, no way in the world are they putting Sammy Zayn over Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that, bro. Vince McMahon is not going to do that. They did it one time with with uh, 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 Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, whatever. They're not going to do it with Sami Zayn for all the reasons that I say. Because Sami Zayn in a million years, bro, look, could never beat Roman Reigns. And, and every casual fan watching at home would be saying, are you freaking kidding me? 
So what do they do, bro? They build him up, they build him up, they build him up, and they beat him in his hometown. Yeah. Now, what are they going to do to appease the marks and everything's going to be okay? Right, oh, me. bro, first of all, here, here's what we're going to do, bro. Let, let me tell you, Marks, how, how you're going to get worked, bro, before you figure this thing out. Oh, no, Kevin Owens, I don't want nothing to do with you, Sammy. I said I don't want nothing to do, nothing to do with you, Sammy. Okay, well, in, in the next two to three weeks <sighs> – Kevin Owens will be sa saving Sami Zayn. Then, bro, they'll have the big tag team match at WrestleMania against the Usos. Yep. And that's where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will win the tag team titles. <laughs> the Marks will go nuts, not even understanding how completely worked <laughs> they got by the WWE. The WWE gave both audiences what they wanted. Yeah. We're not going to have Sami Zayn beat uh, Roman Reigns, but we're going to appease the marks by having them win the tag titles, which mean absolutely nothing. 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 Means nothing. nothing. And I, I applaud the WWE for, for you know, ju just the way they, they negotiated those roads, bro. They, they really did a phenomenal job because you had a lot of people yesterday. You, you had to see a promo Dave Meltzer cut. Meltzer and Alvarez about how Sami Zayn should have won the title. Mm -hmm. they, they came across like two, two guys that knew absolutely nothing about big picture. Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of marks pissed off. But bro, as soon as those guys win the tag titles, all is gonna be all is gonna be calm in Markville, bro. Mm -hmm. Of course. Well, you know, I was defending, I was making a case for Sammy winning and watching Elimination Chamber. I think, I do think they did drop the ball, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I knew at the end, of, I knew that Sammy wasn't going to win. I, I was, I was trying to spend a lot of time just not really, you know, uh, talking about the inevitable. But at the end of the day, you know, Cody and Reigns was going to be what's going to happen at WrestleMania. People were even I was seeing stuff on social media. People were posting, you know, stuff as far as Cody versus Sammy for the title. People were saying triple threat for the title. I'm like, there is absolutely no way. Now I was defending Sammy winning in that highlight reel moment, but there is absolutely no way in the world that Sammy was going to have any type of affiliation with the world title at WrestleMania. And that was my point, Chris. How am I going to get involved in this story when I know that's the outcome, yeah, yeah, bro? Yeah. It, it's, it's like, here's what it's like, bro. Going to see a movie when you know the finish. Yeah. You, 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 before you go to Rocky one, you know what the finish of the movie is. That that was my point, bro. They weren't going to pay this off. You knew where they were going. So why would I invest all of my time? That yeah. was the point, bro. Yeah. Understood. Not that these two guys didn't work their tails off. Sammy again, bro, with the opportunity given what he made out of yeah. it was absolutely a phenomenal, but come on, guys, he was never gonna win that no. match. He wasn't. I mean, like I said, if there's any time to pull an audible, it would have been that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's just it. 
Sami Zayn wasn't going to be at WrestleMania for the for the world title. I do want to promote a, uh, an event uh, that I'm going to be a part of. I'm going to be doing some interviews uh, for Sports Kita. Um, my, my my good buddy Bobby Fulton, uh, man, he's uh, he's doing a lot. He's been doing a lot of promotion. Um, he has his own wrestling uh, promotion and it does a lot of local shows. Uh, well, regional shows here in Ohio. And he has, it's called World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. On March the 11th, he's got an event called Glory Days Bash, the Reunion 2. Uh, it's at the OUC Schumacher Center in Chillicothe, Ohio. Just go to WCPBTW.com, World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. I mean, it's going to be like over 40 stars. It's going to be headlined by Sting and RVD. Uh, there's going to be uh, uh, Devon Dully, Arn Anderson, Nakita, Nakita, uh, Carlito, Rock and Roll Express, Demolition, Nasty Boys, Enzo, Honky Tonk Man, Ron Simmons. I mean, like the, a star-studded lineup. So, again, uh, go to WCPBTW.com. And, uh, hey, you know, if you if you get there, you'll see me there and uh, – Bill after both of us will be oh, there nice. uh, doing some, uh, some coverage at that event. So go check that out. So, so let's start with Sammy Zayn cutting a M-ring promo. He calls out Kevin Owens. And so Owens comes out, Zayn pr uh, proposes taking out the bloodline together. Owens declines. Uh, I, I had a feeling that Owens was going to stretch this out, but to me again, again, give me logic. Okay. Here's the deal with this. I'm like, okay, so Kevin Owens comes, he takes out Roman Reigns, he allows Sami Zayn at the end of Elimination Chamber to get the Haluva kick in. And so his logic is I came to take out the bloodline, and I don't, you know, I told you in November that you're irrelevant. I'm doing it for my family. Now he said, I'm gonna do it alone. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, you doing it alone hasn't worked the whole time. So you're going to need some help here because you taking the bloodline alone. What does that mean for WrestleMania? So you're going to go against the whole bloodline at WrestleMania? Make this make sense to me. And this segment, as far as the reason why his, he declined aligning with Sami Zayn to take out the bloodline, didn't make sense to me. We'll get to the couple super chats, but what do you think about this, Vince? Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Chris. Uh, and and I first of all, he here here's what the WWE is doing. And again, for for all these small marks that think they're geniuses, guys, you you are getting so played, and they know they're playing you, and they're laughing at you because what they're doing, Chris, is they're not giving the people what they want. Of course, that's what they, especially in Canada, bro. We yeah. got to give it to them in Canada. What I what I would have suggested, Chris, is exactly what you said. Yeah, bro, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna side with you. I'm gonna team with you because the reality of the situation is I can't do it alone. Right. But let me make remember the old Eddie Murphy line in in uh, 48 hours. Let me make one thing perfectly straight. We ain't buddies. We ain't partners. We ain't friends. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you. Let me warn you in advance, Sammy. You're not going to be able to trust me. Yeah. You know, give me yeah, something yeah. like that. So like you, you know, bro, it's, it, it's 
And any this can explode at any second. Give me that. But no, what they're going to do is Owens is going to be getting killed. Sammy's going to make the save once. Yeah. Sammy's going to make the save twice. Finally, Owens is going to have to make the save. It could. It would have been much more compelling to lay it out, like you said, and much more logical. Absolutely. And why are you doing this five weeks before Mania, though? Like, why, why are you not locking this in and then building it up five weeks in Mania? And then all of a sudden, probably two weeks before Mania, then we're going to have the official tag team title match. I don't understand these last-minute buildups on the way into wrestlemania lock it in now you got five weeks to build it up right and instead of like you know that this is going to be the title match like like again make it make sense to me you know that at the end of this is going to be the tag title match why are you insulting our intelligence lock the match in and let's see the story unravel that way absolutely Absolutely. And you can go in a different direction every week. They're together. They're not together. They're together. They're not together. I mean, you got five weeks of really great storytelling, but that's exactly what you're going to have. Sammy, Sammy, save, Sammy, save, Sammy, save, Owen, save, ears of the match. That's the one thing, bro. And we'll point it out as we go through this show. It's it's the predict. Give us one swerve, right? Like, just give yeah. us one. It could be any storyline, anything, yeah. everything. I mean, I mean, bro, the main event. We're we're sitting through the main event, knowing okay, when's when's Judgment Day coming? Right. All right, guys, we're getting close. Who who's sending Finn Balor? Yeah. Come, guys, give give me one swerve, bro. Yeah, yeah good point. Joseph 499 Super Chat, bro. Joseph thinks the Cody segment fell very flat tonight. If it's like this again next week, should Triple H be worried? They can't have a Mania main event with no heat to it. What do you what do you think about that? Let's we'll, we'll wait. Get to the segment. We'll yeah, get let's that. wait till we get that because I have a lot I want to say about that. All right, cool, Joseph. We'll get back to that uh yeah, in Joseph. a moment. Thank you, we'll Joseph. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, we also have uh stingers 10 10 chat. we need russo back to save wrestling again trust me all right never ever happening bro thank never, God. Ever, never, thank ever, God. Ever, never ever 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 um we had another super chat. scott smith from the land down under bro and member I love this show so much. Here's to the great Vince Russo and Dr. Chris, Legion of Raw Rocks. Toots, baby. My guy, Scott, thank you so much for your continued support for this show, man. You tallying these uh, super chats, doctor? You tallying these bad boys? <laughs> yeah, you You're better, you better believe it, brother. <laughs> uh, next, next we have... Uh, the Baron Corbin segments, uh, right after the Sami Zayn thing, Corbin comes out, attacks Zayn. Bro, I, I, I will give them credit. I will give them credit because they actually set this up last week with that little thing they did. Yeah. Corbin was being interviewed, and then Sammy was in the ring. And, and I, bro, I like when they connect the dots. So just by doing that made sense Mm -hmm. for Corbin to come out other than Corbin just bump into him in the back and, you know, they have a match. 
But yeah, bro, they're gonna have to. They got a lot of Baron Corbin fixing to do. That's bro. where I'm at, man. Yeah, okay, I, I'll I'll give you time the loose ends from last week. I'll give you that. But uh, you know, at the same time, like what you have is the fact that you beat Roman Reigns three years ago. I mean, like that, that's what that's what you got. Like that's your gimmick now. Like you go from all these variations of Corbin to I beat Rome. I, I beat Roman last Corbin. Like what type of, what iteration of Corbin is this? And yeah, like you're I hanging know. on something that happened in 2020. And it's just like, it just doesn't make sense to me of what they're doing with Corbin. And unfortunately Corbin is one of the people who gets consistent heat, but I mean, I would not be surprised, man, if the WWE just like lets them go. And that's Ooh. sad. It, it is sad. sad and it is, it is a possibility, man. Chris. It, it's yeah. very sad. The guy is a pro. The guy was a former athlete. The guy gets it. But man, bro, they if if, if they're going to keep them, they got a lot of things. They do, man. Talk about damage repair, man. Oof. Man. I, do you think, Cor at this point, do you think Corbin's salvageable as a character if, if i so was how? if i was writing yeah if i, if I was yeah. writing yes yeah. but i am, i am seeing all signs of giving up on the guy yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely what would you do initially with corbin if, bro, if you, you have to, to with one of these bro they've booked so many ca characters horribly we oh, we yeah. can go through this list and we could we we can name ten people off the top of our heads that mean nothing mean not Corbis Elias the Alpha Academy uh, uh Ziggler right. uh, Ali yeah. there's ten people that mean zero yeah one of these guys have to step up and Corbin may be the perfect guy and you know in a semi shoot. Look what you've done to my career. Yeah. I was a professional athlete. I was making X amount of dollars. And I come over here and you put me in a position where I am a clown mm -hmm. and I am everybody. One person has to do that. Yeah. One person. Why not let it be Corbin? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think this they, they've tried so many times with different types of heel Corbins. I mean, I'm not a big fan of like, you have to turn someone baby face or heel in order for them to get over. To me, that's just lazy booking. I mean, it's just a lazy way for people to, to book. If you have to make a turn, that just means that you just can't do what you're not good enough to make the person relevant right now. You know what I mean? And, and, and if I was writing, I would make a challenge like, no, don't turn them. Let's let me let me have that challenge. Let let me work with this person to make this person over. I would want the challenge of this person getting over. For Corbin, I just don't see him well as a as a heel right now. Bro, I swear to God, Chris, if I was ever like going to ever do any kind of consulting with consulting with the WWE, just say never going to happen. But if I was, I I bro. The one thing I would want and the one thing I would be the happiest doing is, bro, give me five guys you haven't been able or, or girls you haven't been able to get over in the last yes, five years. Absolutely. Whoever you want, bro, I don't care who they are. Give Nikki Cross, give me five people that you say, Vince, 
these people are impossible to get over. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. love that. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I agree with that. One hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, like what you're going to do is just turn them. Right. And then that's going to fall flat and then you're going to turn them again and yep. then that's going to expire yep. and then you're going to turn them again and that's going to expire. And you have so many characters right now that's turning back and forth and back you, and forth. Chris, how many, with what you just laid out, how many times have we seen that? So that, many. That's all we <laughs> yeah. keep. We're, just, we're doing that with Ali now. Well, the, same, the, the same thing's happening with Ali right now. Oh, man. Back and forth and back and forth. And back. As of this turn, incarnation number 18 of Ali. Now he's some type of facetious heel Ali. Oh, this one's going to be the one that's going to work. I mean, just the, the, the logic when it comes to turning these characters and not, you know, being, being loyal and, and steadfast with making them work with who they are. Yeah. It's lazy booking to me. It is, bro. It really is. I mean, Nikki Cross, she was Nikki yes. Cross. She was Alexa Bliss's crazy friend. Yeah. She was superhero. Yeah. She was crazy. Nikki Cross. Now it's, I don't have any friends. Yeah. Nikki Cross like, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Who's that $5 super chat just because he's a supporter of the show. Thank you very much for your contribution. Uh, yeah, people keep saying, yeah, it's uh, um, L- Lacey Evans. Oh, man, that's another one. Yeah, that's another one, man. Just over back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Just just really lazy booking. Um, then we get to uh, Baron uh, Byron Saxon interviewing Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio. What do you think of this uh, segment here? Ah, bro, you know, it's it's just, bro, I, I, it, it was probably every single one of these tonight, every backstage interview, they say nothing. Yeah. Like it, it was all, it, 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 you know, all, all about, you know, the, the elimination chamber and every single one, this, they, they just eat time. Nothing yeah. is happening here, bro. I, I I just watched an Attitude Era episode today where, you know, uh, Austin had Shawn Michaels's belt, and DX is trying to get it back. The whole show, China is paying off the Bariquas to the Bar. That, that's the whole show, yeah. bro. Yeah. And it's a story that's progressing. There's no story here, bro. This is person after person after person stating the obvious. When I say stating the obvious, guys, we know what they're going to say before they say it. So there's no point to it, bro. Yeah. And based on that promo, it looks like they're they're, they're going to find a way finally to tie the loose end of uh, the Mysterios going at it. So... Dominic's going to go with mommy on Friday on SmackDown to, you know, I guess confront uh, his his dad. And somehow that's how we're going to get the Ray versus but haven't Dominic. they done that? They did it over Christmas? Yeah, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Valentine's Day. Like, just, oh, <laughs> just like, what is SmackDown going to do that Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Valentine's Day didn't? So, again, man, it, it's just lazy booking, man. Uh, next, we get to backstage interview. Austin Theory still trying to prove himself, you know, still having that type of deal with him. Uh, Mustafa Ali defeats. Well, he, did, he, did, he definitely though did drop the Cena thing, bro. They're pulling all the stops out of WrestleMania, bro. Th- think think about 
what WrestleMania would look like if they were only using the current roster. Really, th- th- think it, think about what it would look like. Think about all the people that would be getting eliminated from this oh, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's yeah. Uh, bro, they, that's because they're not getting anybody over. You got to go to the Lita well. Of we got to go to the Edge well. We got to yeah. go to the Cena well. We got to go to the Logan Paul well. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. Um, so, Ali, so now he's some type of uh, positive, facetious, heel type of deal. And he beat Dolph Ziggler. And, and is this a, another attempt to push Mustafa Ali, Vince Russo? I, I, I don't I don't know what this is, bro. Like, I, I honestly I honestly don't know what it is. I, I don't know how Ali is not looking at the creative they've given him and and not having a meeting with whoever. Same with Corbin. At what point do you guys say, guys, what what are we doing? Yeah, like, if, if, if you have nothing for me, maybe it's it's best if we go our separate ways yeah. because th- this really is just a waste of time for the both of us. I, I was thinking of this segment, and I was like, who in the world got really excited out of any of the possible fans who are at – the actual arena or watching at home what one person said man i can't wait till ali and ziggler comes uh, that segment comes this week i can't wait till that happen and there's not at least one person saying that uh, that's a big problem because even back in the attitude era days people got excited about crash holly you know what i mean people got excited about al snow you know what i mean like even people were, were even even mid-card talent or, or non-main talent, they were relevant. There was something about them that was exciting. Crash Holly came out with a scale. He was the 24-7 thing. You know what I mean? Also came out with the head. It was even head cheese, you know, with, with Steve Blackman. So it was like there was something that was exciting and looking forward to with these segments. But so many wrestlers nowadays – there's nothing to look forward to yeah. them as a character. There's their segments are just every single week. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to look forward to. Yep. Uh, next we have uh, the Miz with Marisa. Beforehand, we got uh, Ty Salter's five balls. <laughs> as Sammy's wife was in AC, would you have used his real wife um, or hired a model to player, and would you have used her for storyline? I, I probably would have played it like they played it, bro. I don't think she was needed in the storyline. I think it made sense that she's at ringside for the match. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was fine with the way they played that thing out. Yeah, yeah, it added a, it added a, a layer to it. Uh, you know, he's in Montreal and things like that. And so, yeah, I, I, I agree. I would have had his wife uh, there as well. Uh, let's get to this uh, The Miz with Maurice interview. Um, we can move on if you don't have anything. Uh, Joe, what, 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 whatever the secret is for next week. What oh, do you think it is? Who cares? Oh, bro, who knows? Who cares? Bro? Is it a WrestleMania? <clears throat> so, <laughs> what would you do with The Miz at WrestleMania? Is he could he host or something like that? What, what is he? What is he gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. What in the world could SK Nation, SK Nation, realistically, 
realistically, where do you see the Miz <clears throat> at WrestleMania? What do you think that the Miz's spot is for WrestleMania? And we'll get to that in a minute. Cody Rhodes is about to begin an in-ring promo. Um, and uh, but interrupted by Paul Heyman backstage via the Jumbotron. And um, that's that's what we got, man. Uh, what do you I'm, think about the second? I'm gonna tell you something very, very, very interesting, Chris. And I'm wondering if you felt the same way I did. Bro, listen, I am not, a, everybody knows, I'm not a fan of Paul Heyman. He, he's too freaking cartoony for me. He's got the big neck break it's on, and he didn't sell it once. No, I don't know I what the point was. He, he, didn't, he, he, yeah. he didn't sell it one single time. Yeah. When, when 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 uh, Bobby Heenan wore the neck brace, if he moved his eyes, yeah, he was like, oh, the yeah. cringes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. you know, and again, the hands and the overdramatic, which I can't stand. However, I swear, Chris, I have to ask you this question. What I really liked about Heyman's part was, guys, when Heyman laid out the schedule, that was a shoot. Hmm. When he mm -hmm. started counting the days that Cody would have to work as a champion, that was a 100% shoot. Yeah. I think at the end of it, he had like 315 days or yeah, something. Yeah, he said there were 60 days left and then that was a That was mm -hmm. an entire shoot. And he's he's bringing up the fact, you know, Cody's got a wife and Cody's got a kid. And I swear, Chris, I am sitting here and I'm listening to Heyman and everything Heyman is saying is true. And I'm saying to myself, yeah, bro, if you've got a family at home, who would want to do this? That's like, true. bro, literally, you are saying your family is more important. You, this business is more important than your family. Mm. When, when you make this sacrifice year-round, this business is more important than your family. Chris, this isn't pro sports where it's seasonal. Right. Bro, baseball player goes home for six months. Mm -hmm. A football player goes home for six Basketball. months. That's a completely different animal. Yeah. So when Heyman is laying this out and you do have a wife or a husband and kids at home, why would you be doing yeah. this? Seriously, <laughs> bro. Because you, you're basically telling your family, you're basically telling them, my dream, my goals are more important than you. Well, mm. bro, if that's the case, and I'm not just picking on Cody here, this is the case for all of them. If yeah, I was thinking about that with Roman too. Like, yeah, right? he's saying those things, but Roman has a family at home too, right. so he's doing the and, same and, thing. And I mean, bro, at the end of the day, I, I am a believer in, bro, Chris, I had dreams at 22 years old, Okay. Once I got married, those dreams changed because it wasn't just about me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I had a wife now, bro. It was about the two of us. Mm -hmm. So whatever hopes and dreams I had, it wasn't about me anymore. Yeah. For all, all these wrestlers all year round, nonstop, I swear to God, my question always is, bro, if you had all these dreams and ambitions, why the freak did you ever get married in the first place? That's true. And, and as a shoot, man, I was actually offered twice to um, 
uh, start wrestling in the independent promotions. Uh, twice, two different occasions. I think as early as first time I was offered was about ninety nine, around around ninety nine two thousand, and I know that I knew that the the schedule involved, and I knew that like if if I wouldn't want to do this for twenty years because I want to be married and have kids and I'll be away from home for so for so long, and I said no, I declined it, uh, and then. Um, I was offered again around 13, around, around 2012, 13, somewhere, somewhere around there, uh, about 10 or 11, 12 years ago. Um, and I declined again. Uh, there was promoters, uh, that was like, yeah, man, you got a, you got a nice build, you know, um, you look great. And, you know, we all, we want to offer you, uh, an opportunity to be a part of this, uh, this promotion, this local promotion here in Ohio. And I said, thanks, but no thanks, man. Uh, because, because I knew at that point that I was, I was serious about becoming a doctor. And I know that that was going to derail my whole career trajectory. And I saw like 10 years ahead, I'm like, man, just all of this and my family being compromised, you know, I can't do it. That's why, that's why I, bro, I was done with the WWE in five years. Hmm. Like in five, I, I I gave it my all for five years, but then it was like, bro, this is not the most important thing in my life, man. Yeah, so when, yeah. when, yeah, when Heyman's telling that story, and I know, you know, Cody's got a young kid, mm. and I'm sure they want to have more kids. I'm like, but what, you know, what, what, whatever, bro. But, yeah, you know, yeah. what he, what he said was absolutely on the money true. Agreed, man. Iman's asking how tall I am. I'm six one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, man. And, and you know, kudos to those who do it. You know, uh, ma- ma- you know, mad respects to those who. Now, bro, I don't know. give kudos to those who do it that have a family because it's selfish. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I do, I do, because like for instance, like if Cody, like Brandy, you know, she she travels a lot with Cody and things like that. So a lot, a lot of the, a lot of well, them, they, Brandy's also in the business. Yeah, they, they require I, 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 they require their their spouses to travel with them, and so like I understand that. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, I mean, like I said, you I mean you're the one who's been. In the business, you know, what I mean, so you understand the grueling, you know, schedules and things like that and how much you are away from home. It does take, uh, you know, I, I have thought about this, Vince. It takes a heck of a wife. It, I mean, it's a talk. I mean, talk about the wife oh, being <laughs> being the Absol- one that should wear the crown. Bro. Absolutely. It, it takes a devoted, Absolutely. loyal, committed wife in order to you know, stand your husband being away for so long, especially back in the day when like wrestlers were, they couldn't even request time off, you know, back in the eighties, you were missing birthdays, you were yep. missing graduations, you were missing births, you know what I mean? To, to, to make 500 bucks a week, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Talk about your loyalty. And, and then a lot of time, a lot of those wrestlers, 30 years later, they don't really have anything to show for it. You know what I mean? Like you miss all of those births and you really don't have anything to show for it. And thankfully someone like a dusty Rose, you know, he does have, you know, he did have something to to show for it, but look, if you're a single man, you know, go for it. Uh, You know, if, if you, if you were, (laughs) 
if you're a married man, it's it's tough. And I know a lot of people in the business, you know, they and they I know how tough it is. I have friends in the business, even that are single, and we're and talking about just how, you know, it it, it the to, the temptation to uh if you're in a relationship, the temptation to step out of the relationship is very high when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, man. So yeah, I I, I get you. So you you don't you don't give them kudos because of what? Because it's selfish. How so? That's, that, that that that's because that's your dream. Mm. If, if you have this dream, bro. Once you yeah. bring, bro, bro. With all due respect, you you mentioned Brandy and Brandy. It's a little different because she's in the business. Yeah. But bro, let, let's be honest. Is Brandy's dream for Cody to be? Bro, Brandy's got dreams of her own, bro. Her dream isn't for Cody to be the WWE champion, regardless of what she might tell you. I, bro, it's it, it's it's a matter of this, Chris. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. Mm-hmm. You, you want to have a family and you want to have a career, but this is a career yeah. that is 320 days out of the year. That's true. This yeah. isn't a this isn't a football player. After 17 games, you go home, bro. Yeah. This yeah. is all year long, and 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 that's why. And Chris, come on, Chris, let let let's let's be honest here. I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. 90% of them are cheating out on the road. Mm. 90% of them. And it's Yikes. it's higher than that. It's 90% of them. But again, my question is, then why are you getting married in yeah, the first place? Just have this yeah. dream of wanting to be a professional wrestler yeah. and that's your life. Yeah, as a as a single, as a single person. That's that's true. I, I mean, bro, you even look at a guy like Cena. Like mm. see, see, I, I, I know Cena got divorced. But I don't think they had any kids when Cena got divorced. No. So, bro, it's it's number one getting married. But then, you know, you could always get the divorce. But, bro, once there are kids involved, yeah. now your schedule is affecting a lot of oh, people. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not like, bro, it's not like you can't make good money to support your family with much less of a schedule. I mean, I, I mean, like, yeah, this, yeah, right. I mean, and, and, you know, and, and in retrospect, I am so glad, I am so glad Vince that I turned down those offers, those yeah, contracts yeah. Uh, to, yeah. to become a wrestler. I am so glad uh, the fact, I mean, right now, I mean, I make really good money now and as a doctor and um, the other, the other things, the other projects that I'm doing as a college professor and a podcaster and, and, and so forth, my, I know my family, my, my wife and kids don't have to worry about nothing. My, my wife's just, uh, I stay at home, you know, uh, wife slash mom, you know, it's a dual, it, it's a, it's a, it's not a dual income household. You know, I, I'm, I'm the breadwinner and I'm, I'm, I'm a businessman. So I'm able to, you know, do good business and make good money. And I'm uh, with the, and I don't have to work 300 and, you know, 20 days a year, you know what I mean? So, and, and, and so in hindsight, you know, I, I'll make as much money as a lot of those, you know, wrestlers that have to bust their butt, you know, every single week. And so, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I mean, like you, who came, who came out on the winning end. And so, 
you have to really think about that from a from a upward trajectory. You have to think about <clears throat> 10 years, 15 years from now. And a lot of times I see a lot of that those uh those those videos and I'm like, man, you see you see those indie shows with like people making 50 bucks a pop doing a spot that can just basically lay them out and just shatter their brains yeah. just for a video spot and people are going to forget about you the next week man yeah. and you're going to like come on man like think about it you're so caught up in the cult of wrestling that somehow you think that you're the one that's going to have that and somehow it, you, you think that someone like a regal is going to look at your video when you just splattered your brains you're like yeah. Oh yeah, that's the one that I want to come into WWE. Come on, man, you got it. You got to think about that stuff, man. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, next, we have uh, so you have Oscar defending Nikki. Well, Cross prior to that, I do want to put over the uh, Seth Becky WrestleMania promo. Uh, the Seth. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, that was the very, very, yeah, very well. On, uh, very, 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 very well. It was good. You know, I was when I saw that last week, man, I was like, you know what? I think that Seth Rollins could be like a Heath Ledger type of thing, like type of deal, man. I think that if if he wanted to go in Hollywood and play that Joker character, I think with some with some time, man, he 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 could do the Joker character and it and it work. And so I you know, hey, look, if you want to go and do Hollywood? Maybe, maybe Hollywood's uh, the the best thing for Seth Rollins because this uh, singing, sing along with Seth and all that, man. I think that that shelf life is getting uh, uh, a little, uh, <laughs> a little, a little long in the tooth. Uh, they were they were killing me in that opening segment with Sammy. They went through every chant they knew, man. man. I was like, oh my god, enough! See, bro, that that that's the like, bro. I I I've been in a spot where I've been in a ring, and whether there was heat or accolades or whatever, it's like. Bro, in my mind, like I knew when it was enough. Like no, I knew true. when, okay, bro, we got it. We got to get to the business. We're gonna. People are watching at home. We're gonna bore these people. God, they went through every song. I was waiting for them to break into Marietta Little Lamb, bro. <laughs> like seriously, man. Oh my God. Yeah, over and over, man. That's oh. plants of the house. Awesome sauce. Five dollars super chat, bro. <laughs> I should have done these movie vignettes for Mania 7, Sergeant Slaughter and Stripes or Virgil as the butler. There, great. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, <clears throat> next, we have uh, Oscar defeating Nikki Cross as a face-off Bianca Belair post-match. Um, personally, I think uh, Nikki Cross got a little bit too much in Oscar. I, I, I think that it was more of a 50-50 book match. You don't need that. I think you need to make Oscar look strong the whole way, you know, it's building to WrestleMania because you're repairing her already, you know, as, as a character because they've dropped the ball so much with her. So going 50-50 with Nikki Cross, it doesn't mean anything. So I think that she should have had more offense toward Nikki and then you do the face-off because Bianca's looking like, okay, well, I've got an intimidating, you know, opponent now that's a legit opponent as opposed to the Oscar that I've beaten plenty of times before. Yeah. 
Then there was a couple of things though in this, bro. And somebody, I would, I was thinking this, and somebody brought it up in the chat room. So whoever you are, I saw your comment, um, but I didn't bring it up because, bro, you, you guys want your comment on here. It's got to be super chats involved. I, I, I mean, let's 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 be honest. Bro. Yes, indeed. Maybe needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Chris. Why? Seriously, answer this for me. I'm asking you, Chris, Doctor Chris. Why is Bianca Belair sitting out there and not saying anything? I was thinking that too. I was thinking that. I knew you were going to say that. Either, either she's out there on color yeah, or, or she's not. not. Yeah. Especially, bro, when she's not involved in the finish. Yeah. She's not. I don't. You give her the microphone, you let her cut promos, yeah. but she can't get on color. Do you think that they don't want to expose a weakness with her being on color? Because they had Carmella on color uh, last Friday on SmackDown, and she That's what did. Deuces for in the back, bro. Whether Triple H is in her headset or whatever. And here's the second thing, bro. Bro, like, say, bro. If 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 I'm Bianca Belair at the end of this match, and, and I go in the ring, and Oscar's in the ring. The first thing is, bro, Chris, come on. They're both pointing at the sign in unison like the two idiots. All right, bro? Like, like how idiotic does that look like, bro? Can you imagine? They're both sitting there pointing. And then she does the blue gimmick. Bro, my reaction, if I'm Bianca Belair, my reaction to that would be, what are you, an idiot? Like, what, what, why are you doing that? Like, yeah, but yeah. No, she was scared and yeah, petrified. Yeah. And bro, she's putting food coloring in her mouth and spitting it yeah. up. Like, I would literally be like, Is there something wrong with you I should know about? Like, yeah. what, what is I'm like, huh? Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know what that's doing, Chris, for yeah. anybody. I don't get it. Maybe, anybody. maybe that's her kryptonite, Vince. Maybe she's scared of blue dye. I don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Rollin four ninety nine super chat always always coming through. Cross got a promo on Ray where he called Mysterio a bad father for choosing his career instead of raising Dominic, but Dom hasn't used this angle. That's a good point. That's a very good point, Rollin. Maybe he hasn't used it for a reason. Maybe they, maybe they don't want to tell that story. Maybe it does hit too close to home. That's yeah, true. Maybe I know we, we played anyway. that with David Flair, bro. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, we have uh, the backstage. There were six backstage interviews. Uh, this week, Vince, I was, I counted them and that's, that's not including the Rhea and Dom thing. That was, that was a, that was also a, a promo by itself, but there were six different backstage interviews and one interview went to two because Kathy Kelly went over to Seth after interviewing Carmela. So that's another interview. So there were seven interviews altogether backstage. Why are we doing so many backstage interviews in a, in this show time. leading into WrestleMania? Time, bro. Just eating Just time. Time. I mean, look look at this one, bro. We're interviewing Carmella and oh, Seth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, bro? Like that that's 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 how create that's as creative as you can get. Like really everything all roads should lead to WrestleMania. So, let me get in the mind of Vince Russo as a writer back in 98, 99. 
There's five weeks left before the biggest show of the year. All, all roads, all shows eventually lead to April. Late March sometimes, but typically April. All right. You're five weeks away. What is the relevance of Carmella cutting a promo and challenging Oscar within five weeks left before WrestleMania? What 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 is the relevance of next week Oscar beating Carmella because Oscar's got the title shot? That that bro, this is all a waste of time. Yeah. Like I, I you, you you know again I'm gonna get I'm going back to the marks. Bro, if you've got nothing to do with your time but watch this stuff, but when you know every single thing that's going to happen, yeah. it's a massive waste of time, bro. Yeah. That's all it is. You're just you're sitting there, you're looking at your watch, you're waiting for the show to pass, you know exactly what's gonna happen. It's just a waste of time. They are not valuably using their time agreed absolutely uh so like you said she runs up to <laughs> oh seth yeah. she runs up to seth. And, and, and what's coming out? she reminds us um I'm, I'm the moonwalker the trash tour okay we didn't know we didn't know any of that stuff yeah. tell us the queen of Staten. like oh no my god me. come on guys no. will yeah. you i swear to god chris again i i still actively write for a show these days and bro, every time I'm sitting down and writing a promo, I'm always conscious of they've already said that. Mm. Don't state the obvious. Make this creative. Make it that character's yes. own, bro. Mm. Every yeah. every one of these is vanilla. Yeah. And again, with with Carmela, it's like okay, so you're cutting this promo. What implications does this have with WrestleMania? What what? We're five weeks out of WrestleMania. So I'm thinking every single person that's on the show needs to build to WrestleMania. What does Carmella have to do with this? This No, but th th bro, in their minds, this is the build to WrestleMania. They're going to give Oscar a strong win next week. Seriously, that's that's their build to WrestleMania. I don't she think they. I think they're going to be 50-50 with her again. Well, like they're well they're, they're, I'm talking about a win or a loss. Well, yeah. she beat Oscar yeah. on the way to WrestleMania. Now she'll beat Carmella. Who, who who's next in line after that? The 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 one with Hyper the wings Niven or something like that. LaRue, <laughs> Francis Larue with the wings <laughs> will be her one week. That's that's their mindset, bro. Oh, We'll go on a roll. They're on a roll going into WrestleMania. So she's collecting wins yes. for the yes. sake of yes. looking better for yes. Bianca Belair. Yes. But the wins aren't convincing wins, though. I mean, like, it's going to be some back and forth. Like, if here's the thing. If somehow this was leading Asuka to just plow through them, leading into Bianca Belair, that's making Bianca Belair a little less confident. I'm for it. But if you're going to do a match like you did with Nikki Cross, with Nikki Cross getting a lot in before the win, it's not there. It's not intimidating. It's, it's not going to lower my confidence. If, if you're struggling against Nikki Cross and I've beat Nikki Cross, if you're struggling against Carmella and I've beat Carmella many times, that's not going to lower my confidence. I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, next we have, uh, the MVP, 
Bro, how, let's give us you're the bro. You a you're a psychologist, right? Yeah. What's the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? Psychiatrist gives meds. Okay, you're a psychologist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm presenting this to you. I am so confused, and we have been so confused over this. Can we agree that what Lesnar did at the elimination chamber was 100% healed? Oh, absolutely. Okay, but what you and I talked about was they weren't building Bobby as a strong baby face. Correct. So now when Lesnar does that, it really doesn't give them the reaction they want because Lesnar because Lashley wasn't a huge over babyface. Okay, so now Lesnar's gonna wrestle a heel in almost so he's a babyface again <laughs> after kicking Bobby Lashley in the yeah. groin. Yeah, bro, li- an FBI referee. What? What is I? What what is what is all of this? It's, I say this every week. <laughs> I say this every week. What are we doing here? What, what what are we doing here? What's the end game? What are who are we trying to build and how are we trying to build them? If we're trying to build Bobby Lashley, he still comes out clapping people's hands. He still does the punk gimmick. You know the fans are involved. He still caters to the fans. He still plays to the fans. But somehow he's running roughshod because he's disrespected. But he didn't even mention – he barely even mentioned Bobby Lash, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, and he was the one who kicked him in the groin. But somehow he brings up Bo- Bray Wyatt because he talked about Bray Wyatt, but he's supposed to be a baby face because he got kicked in the groin. And Lesnar's supposed to be the heel because he's F5 and referees now. What are we doing here? And I said, this is what I said after this, Vince. I said, I this is how they're going to weasel out of this. You're going to have the open challenge next week with Omos and Brock. And only thing this is going to do is set up Lesnar coming out, uh, lastly coming out, attacking Lesnar. And there's your Hurt Business reunion right there. So the only thing Omos is is a swerve to bring Lashley out and to have Lashley attack Lesnar and then Lashley beats Lesnar at WrestleMania. They're running back at WrestleMania. So Omos is just basically a red herring at this point. And it's like, at the end of the day, how does that make Omos feel? Okay, I get to have a match against, like, if I had a choice, either I get to have a match against with, with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania or I'm just a ploy, I'm just a prop to have this guy, Bobby Lashley, have a match against Brock Lesnar WrestleMania. I'm calling it audible. I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm not going to help Bobby. I want that WrestleMania payday. You know, I'm not just going to come out there and and have, you know, Bobby Lashley, you know, take my spot. Make it make sense, Vince. Please help I can't, me. No, I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't make this make sense. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, it's going to be a swerve next week. And then I'm thinking about it like, why do I care that Lashley's with MVP again? And now you have Omos just there. It's just, uh, you know, it's kind of like how he was at, at, at Raw Underground back in the day, just standing there for nothing. 
Uh, next, we have Seth Rollins defeating The Miz because again, of Rick just Rousseau. Again, this is, guys, where you, during this match, could see what's on YouTube, see what's happening in the news, see if there's a game going on. The Miz ain't beating Rollins, bro. They can go right. five minutes. They can go 20 minutes. They can go a half an hour. The Miz ain't beat. This This is what I hate. And th- this is, again, man, for, for, for the marks watching this show, Seriously, man, if you don't have something else to do but sit here and watch something, it, bro, it's it, Chris, it's like you watching Ohio State. You, you know what the final score is when the game ends, and you're, you're sitting there for three hours so we can get to the final score of the game, which you knew before the game started. Why would you watch this? And and then, bro, from there, let, let, let's talk about character building. Chris, I'm going to ask you one simple question. And this is, bro, this is – Freaking 40 years ago. 40, I don't know. You must you might have been two. I don't even know how old you were 40 years ago. Bro, the first time, the very first time we saw Jake the Snake Roberts on the WWE. What happened? The first time? Yeah. Uh he got hit by uh Honky Tonk Man with a guitar. No, Jake. The, well, the, he got hit by the fir- the very first time we saw Jake. I th- I think the first time was the Saturday night main event with, with when he killed Steamboat. Uh oh, well that's well that's yeah, because he did the other the yeah. The turn. I think so, I yeah, think that was the first time we ever saw him. DDT I, bro, Steamboat. Forty five years ago, that, I remember yeah. this. Forty five. That years was ago. Uh, around eighty six you think it was that late yeah 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 it was around 86 87 yeah about now about 80, uh, 85 no about 86 yeah, yeah about 86 yeah. that's the nation what what year was that i, I I'm okay sure. but anyway I, re- I remember that as clear as day yeah yeah okay that, that that's 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 the mark jake roberts left on us bro we've got now and i and i hate to do this but she doesn't write the show i'm not going through that BS again. Bro, Chelsea Green. 86, doing... November 4th, uh, October 4th, 1986. He said, okay, bro, Chelsea Green, the fourth week in a row where she's doing the same. <laughs> it's like, okay, bro, we get, we understand. We understand, bro. She wants Perry Award. We understand. She wants, we, we got it. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. It, they just, they wear me down during yeah. this show, man. I yeah. just get worn out. The same Chelsea stuff over and over again, man. Um, and then the camera goes to Alpha Academy. Yeah. And then you get to Bronson Reed confronting them. What are they doing with Alpha Academy? Are they what are they doing with Bronson? What are they doing with Bronson Reed, bro? This is the same exact thing they did with almost. Same exact thing. Same exact thing, bro. They're building reps for the for the heel. Now I'm cool with building reps for the heel because I mean that's the old school way to do it. But at the same time, what is this leading to? Like at the end of the day, back in the day, you built reps for the heel because you make him unstoppable to make him a legitimate foe against a dominant babyface champion, which typically was Hogan at that time, sometimes Savage, so forth. So theoretically, based on that model. Bronson Reed is being built for a babyface champion. So, can we see Bronson Reed 
versus Cody Rhodes. Sure, we can, and then we could see Cody beat him, and then we'll be done with Bronson Reed. Yeah, then and then Bronson <laughs> exactly because he's got no character, no nothing. Yeah. So he's done. That that's yeah. the end of it. I got to address Cody uh, Forsterling here, who says, "Well, Vince, you wanted a Karen. Well, Cody, unfortunately, Karens aren't hot." <laughs> okay, bro. Chelsea Green is hot, so she's she does not fall in the category of a Karen, uh, Cody. With yeah. all due respect, good point. But there. yeah, that's what happens, Chris. So okay, well, be on a hundred and oh, two hundred and oh. Uh, Cody beats him. Okay, he's done. Yeah, then he's then he's done after that. Uh, Ding dong, hello. With damage control interrupted by Becky Lynch, uh, brings out Lita. And so uh, there's going to be a tag team title match next week. Lita and uh, Lynch against uh, Damage Control. That's next week? Next week. Uh, so WrestleMania then will be the... Bro, what, what, I, I've read about some problems with Trish, with traveling. Have you heard anything about this? Yeah, but that, that's weird, though, <clears throat> because, I mean, you got five weeks left. And what I this was kind of weird to me because I think to me it makes sense that if you had any type of if the six woman tag is what you're building to again, it goes back to locking matches, yeah, early and then building from there. You're in Canada, you're going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan next week. You're in Canada, Trish is Canadian. If there's any time that you want Trish to have that big pop, it would be in Canada. So it's got to be. There's got to be. There's got to be something going on, Chris. I would think. Well, I, I guess you bring somebody else in, another legend. I mean, who who the heck do you bring in? It, it, I don't see Becky and Lita winning next week. I, for some odd reason, I think that it's going to be they're going to be triple team. I think Bailey's going to get involved, and then that basically helps. You know, there's going to be three on two. That's going to bring in whatever baby face that comes out, which ideally is Trish. I mean, so what do you? What do we do from there? If it is Trish, you got to do that. Um, she she had her she had some health issues too. Then she, then she yeah. Somebody, like, our boy Roland just said she, he goes. Oh, appendix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. I wonder what the what the uh, the recovery time for that is to get your. Appendix removed. Uh, Medusa. Someone said Medusa. Then you bring Medusa in. <clears throat> I, to me, Trish just makes the most sense uh, out of I all this. God, they're doing all this stuff with the, all these women. So, Chris, I was watching the Attitude Era today. Michelle McCool, maybe. I think maybe. I was watching the Attitude Era today, right? Yeah. And Sable slapped Luna. The place became unglued, mm -hmm. and they've got all these. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Know. We, we try to make sense of this every I week. I don't man, know. So I just, I, I don't know what, what girls I'm supposed to care about and why I'm supposed to care about them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. All right, yeah. let, let's let's move on. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. ding dong, hello. Yeah, so we, we talked about that. Then we get to the backstage interview. Uh, Candice LeRae, she approaches Nikki Cross, but Cross pulls a, uh, a Mumbles McMahon. You know, she's... <laughs> she pulls over to LaRue's. 
<laughs> and then and all of a sudden Lorraine says, wait, wait, you know, so she has empathy for Nikki because she doesn't have any friends. Do you guys see how long this is playing out? Because they have absolutely nothing. nothing. So look how long this is playing out. Three weeks she, she was Nikki Cross, where it was where Chelsea, uh, who was this again? What was uh, Candace LaRue, Ray. Mm -hmm. was where LaRue was. Then she confronts her next week. Then the fourth week she's whispering. So we still don't know what it is. Oh my God, bro. Like really. And then he, he, here's the problem, man. They, they stretch it out so long, Chris, and then it turns out to be nothing. Yeah, it's just that's, nothing. That's it's, the problem. It's, it's nothing. A, yeah. Like but they do that all the time. Yeah, we're going to tune in next week to see what was in Mrs. Envelope, and it's going to be nothing. These payoffs have been horrible. Look at the payoff for Dexter Loomis. Oh, my God, bro. What a waste. Weeks and weeks of stalking for what? What I mean, a waste. Like, where is he? He, he? he didn't even show up today. What a, what like, a waste. What a waste. And a talented dude, man. And yes, he is. Uh, Bronson Reed beats uh, Chad Gable. Otis gets distracted by Maxine Dupree during the match. Do you think this is a split of Alpha Academy? I mean, that's that's what it looks like. I mean, that's that's what it looks like. But they go and they go. I, I swear, you know, again, bro, look at Otis, who is a great, unique talent. I'm a fan of Otis. Mm -hmm. Babyface Otis, comedy Otis, when he was with uh, what, what was the one girl who's gone now? Mandy Mandy? Mm -hmm. serious otis with alpha you know big uh serious and now we're gonna go to comedic male yeah. like guy it's not bro how can you how can you have a guy that looks like otis so freaking unique we see he's got a personality we see he gets it how do you have a guy like this that you can't get over but what's the payoff with this maximum male models thing so he starts so so he starts dressing up and starts modeling all right the 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 whole model gimmick has been flat since it started so somehow otis is going to bring the life that it needs okay so is this a title like is is there a title that's going to be promised is there a push that's going to be promised what's the payoff here and it seems as if otis is going to be the heel out of the bunch you know out of because they're already heels so why is so that what does this mean oh and then chad gable goes by himself again i, I definitely don't see a, a baby face push coming out this coming out of here from from chad gable and as much as chad gable's put into really honing in his character and really killing it in, in many aspects you're just kind of taking him to the pasture again and just kind of leave him, leave him out there again. It's just, it's, it's, uh, this split is just weird to me. Bro, this is why I'm telling you guys, bro, the, this, the, the success back in the attitude era guys, it literally had a lot to do with two writers, hmm. not, not who the two writers were, Chris. That's not what I'm saying. The formula. Yeah. The form two writers bro it, it just seems like this show and these angles and these characters are just so all over the place it, it literally comes across like everybody is given a segment to write 
Yeah. So you're you're getting a show with different people writing different segments and none of it melds together. Indeed. That's what the show feels like, bro. Indeed. Well said. Well said. Wrestling uh Redbird from our super chat. Dr. Chris singing Autumn Model Tune. Joey would be more irritated. This kid, I get a timeout. <laughs> well, I got to give the people what they want. Hey, Chris. So, without further ado, timeout, Joey. Timeout. Timeout. Timeout, Joey. Timeout, Joey. He just killed two birds with one stone there, Chris. Very nice. There you go. Very nice. All right. Uh, let's see here. We we let's 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 land the plane on this man. Elias uh, gimmick. Lashley comes out. He doesn't want to be disrespected. It seems like he gets so excited. <laughs> Lashley gets very upset because you know I'm a big Lashley guy, but he knows he's not good on the stick, man. And it just seems like <laughs> it's just it's when he cuts promos and he like was like f i think he said f like he was just he when he dropped the mic nobody cared he was just really upset because his promos just doesn't that's cut. why bro we had him at tna with the ex-wife and she was great yeah yeah she was Crystal and and also bro we had boog we had boog in this scene for about three seconds uh, yeah taking wow. notes he was taking notes <laughs> I love how they get people on the show. Chelsea Green's on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, cut the boots taking notes. Boots taking notes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. Uh, Then we get uh, uh, Edge with the backstage interview. This leads to the match, which uh, ended the show. Austin Theory beats Edge uh, because of Finn Balor and Finn Balor takes out uh, Edge. I swear to God, bro, there was a part of me like, I, you know, obviously I thought, okay, when here comes Judgment Day, the whole nine yards. I swear to God, bro, if they didn't drop the Cena, right, if, if Theory didn't drop the Cena, yeah. bro, this could have been the swerve and this could have paid off the Canadian crowd all weekend long. This could have paid it off, bro. And that's why I, I, I would see it. But the minute he threw Cena out there, okay, so Edge ain't, ain't going to beat him. But my point is, bro, this could have been the swerve. This could have paid off their great Canadian crowds. Yeah. And all we had to do was screw Edge between now and WrestleMania. We, we got five weeks left. All we got to do is screw him out of that title. And we're right back where we started. And I said before, Vince, I don't think that Cena theory needs to be for the title, you know, and I think it's just a regular attraction match because we know that Cena's not going to be there post mania. So right. why are you making it for the title? And you know, the scene is going back to Hollywood. So it just doesn't make any sense to me for, for it to be for a title, take the title off of theory. And I'll, I'm fine with edge going into um, the WrestleMania for the title. If Finn is the one that he's going with, they're talking about uh, somebody said like a hell in a cell, like they're, they're, they're uh, it's rumored to have a hell in a cell match there at, at WrestleMania. And so if they're doing that, Make it for the title. You know, why, why would I? I've seen so many variations of Judgment Day. At least give me a buy in here yeah. to make it a title match instead of another Edge versus Finn match at WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, make make it a 
you know, ha- have Cena come out. To, why? Why are you? I guess for tickets. I guess for to to bring people to you know to the uh, show on March six. But why not have a you know a surprise John Cena appearance here, and then people po- people pop for that. That gets theory distracted he turns out turns around boom spears it one two three crowd goes you know bananas and so you you didn't need finn tonight you you didn't need that yeah i'm just saying bro like i I think they badly need some kind of a swerve bro i don't know if people think sammy hitting reigns with a chair was a swerve you're out of your mind that's where it was going we all knew that's where it was going but bro you had three canadian uh you know friday the pay-per-view and tonight three canadian you know hot crowds in Mm -hmm. a row you didn't pay it off with sammy bro you could have paid it off here where finn could have done something that backfired mm, and, and so you could have easily given austin theory an out yeah it was a million ways to do that it, nobody would have saw that coming yeah i like that i, I like had the moment. You, you talk about moments yeah absolutely. that would have been a moment at the end of the show yeah but, and plus, and plus, Edge cut the promo and said that he, you know, he's done a lot since he came back, but right. he hasn't won a title yet. Yep. I think it really sets itself up for that moment. Yeah, I mean, to to really, uh, you know, sow the seeds yep. for that moment. And why not have it? You know, I, I like the idea of Finn coming in instead of you know, you didn't even have to bring in Cena. Uh, Finn coming in trying to do something and backfiring on theory, and that leads to a spear from Edge. One, two, crowd pops, and you know, seeing it coming doesn't even have to step on uh, Edge's pop. He would he would get the full pop because Finn doing something uh, on accident. So yeah, I I like that. I think that would have gotten over. Uh, Rollin nine nine super chat before we close up. True or false? Hogan slamming Andre in nineteen eighty seven is still the greatest moment in Mania history. Number two, true or false, Undertaker versus Mankind in '98 is still the greatest Hell in Cell match ever. Why? Why not? Man, it would be hard to it would be hard to top those. I would say true for both, uh, just because I mean the very fact that we're talking about uh, Hogan Andre, you know, 36 years later, wow, uh, goes to show that, and just and the fact that there's no there's there's um, what other what other Hell in a Cell match tops. You know, Taker and Mankind. I know, you know, you can throw in Taker and, and Sean, you know, when Kane was there. That was a good match. But other than, I actually like the Armageddon Hell in a Cell. I know that you were away from uh, WWE at that time, but I like the Armageddon six man Hell in a Cell match. They haven't done it uh, since, but I, I believe that was in 2000. It was a really good match. I'll, I'll put that up there too. But as far as just the, I mean, when you think of Hell in a Cell, you think of that one in '98. That's for sure. So, yeah, I just want to say yes. Us, uh, the, the goof said, uh, the, but if Theory loses, he would look weak going into facing Cena. Not, not if if it was Baylor's fault. Yeah, yeah, man, that, that's your out. Yeah, that is your out. an accident. Yeah. All right, let them know about the brand, my man. Well, I want to throw something else out there a little differently this week, Chris, yeah. because I, 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 I've I, been playing fantasy baseball for 25 years. I'm a big, big, big mark. I love it. Um, I, I started a new Patreon where you could get in a league and play against me. 
So for you guys out there that love baseball, you want to play fantasy, man, maybe you're a veteran, maybe you want to try it, my Patreon is patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. That's Vince Russo Fantasy Baseball. Patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. Step up to the plate and face me, baby. Uh, VRFBB? Yes. Patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. Yes. FBB, baby. <clears throat> so go to Patreon.com. Uh, we're going to do a ticker. We're going to do it. We're going. We're going. Oh, to I like the ticker. Yeah. ticker. Nice. Baby. Look at that. There it is, right you there. That? You see that? There it is, guys. Patreon. We'll have a blast all season long. We can cut promos on each other. Yes, indeed. Patreon.com/slash VRFBB for all you uh, fantasy baseball fans. Go there. Give my brother Vince some love, man. Yes. Uh, for all you baseball fans. Uh, look, hey, follow me at Chris Prolific. Uh, go sub to my Pancakes and Power Slams YouTube channel. Thank you for all the support. The uh, the numbers are going up. Um, Pancakes and Power Slams every Tuesday night at 11.40 p.m. Eastern time. We go, uh, and a lot of people have been coming over there and having fun. It's just... Straight up Q and A, man. I don't, you know, I don't talk about, you know, just catch as catch can or do a lot of reviews. It's just I used to do that years ago, but you know, hey, like by that time I'm doing a full day's therapy and already did the show beforehand. Uh, I love the vibe. Uh, I do a really bad freestyle every time, <laughs> every every time to close the show, and I do an auto tune song every time uh, closing the sh- uh, opening the show. I do a a freestyle. Closing the show, uh, I sing for, for for everyone, and we have a good time, man. So, uh, and it's just we. I just answer questions all all show, you know, and we just have a lot of fun. It's just really loungy. The vibe is awesome, and uh, a lot of people enjoy the show. So, pancakes and power slams. Go there and check it out and hit that sub button, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of my guy Vince Russo, right here, I am Doctor Chris. This is the Leads in the Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo!